Hockey heads, fantasy fanatics, and degenerate gamblers, welcome back inside the lab to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast and the Tuesday episode, taking a look at what's going on with Jack Hughes. We missed the boat a little bit yesterday, but back, baby, in a big way to break down what's happening with the best player in the league right now, Frederick Anderson, Carolina Hurricanes goaltending carousel, and big time bets. Thank you for joining us. Let's tap in. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? And thank you so much for joining us for the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bones if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. My friends, steel, hockey heads, everyone around. It's a good time to be watching hockey. And honestly, steel, I've been really enjoying the action to start this season. Very exciting pace to a lot of these games. And one of the most exciting players pushing that pace has been Jack Hughes. We're going to talk about it. We meant to mention it yesterday. <laughs> you and I got all fired up on waiver wire ads. We overlooked it a little bit, but we're not overlooking the importance and significance of this injury. We'll kick off the episode with Jack Hughes. But Freddie Anderson suffering now from, I straight up will talk about this, Ostia. I feel bad for this goaltender. Seemingly just another situation for him having to deal with with his health. Sounds like it could be somewhat serious with blood clots. We'll break down what that means for the Hurricanes. And of course, we're paying what you know we do with the money in your pocketbook, the big-time bets. Tuesday, rolling out the door, juicy 10-game board steal. I want to do what we do on this show. I want to turn it right over to you after I've opened up and flapped the gums a bunch. Jack Hughes, I think he got lucky on that play. It looked like it could have been a lot worse. I'm hearing its hand, its upper body. It's going to be week to week, though, so this is a significant injury, and we know this is a player that you and I have talked about Staying in the lineup was one of the issues we've had with him to start his career. Yeah, and you know, this is no fault to anyone. You know, it's just one of those plays, mm -hmm. a little bit of a toe pick. Goalie was going for a poke check as well. It's just very fast because he's one of the fastest players out there. Yes. Always using his feet and his edge work. Uh, it's just amazing to watch. And you're right, he did get lucky out there. Could have been a lot more serious than what happened. It's weird. I'm on daily faceoff right now. They have him listed uh under COVID-19 I think that's got to be Weird. some sort of mistake it is that's an upper mistake. body injury yeah. shoulder head could be a mixture multiple injuries because of how mm -hmm. uh fast and, and uh, hard he went into those boards trying to break in uh, uh break through the defensive there uh of the St. Louis Blues but this mm -hmm. is going to be tough for the New Jersey Devils you really hope that a couple of their players can step up in the absence. They're not just missing Jack Hughes. They're also exactly. missing Nico Heischer as yeah. well. So down the middle is Huge. going to be a problem right now oh, yeah. for the New Jersey Devils for at least the next week until one of these guys come back. But they've got mm -hmm. Ryan McLeod, who's, or sorry, not Ryan McLeod, Michael McLeod, centering that top line of Toffoli and Jesper Bratt. Jesper Bratt's mm -hmm. been amazing, but a lot of his production comes from Jack Hughes as well. So again, going back to guys who have really struggled so far, Dawson Mercer, 
needs yeah. to really, uh, you know, a guy that we talked about a lot last year who was really great mm-hmm. the first two seasons. Yes. Struggling right now, I believe he only has one point, one assist on I the think, season. I think he got a goal on – I think he got a goal the other night you know when what? he did I, center that first he did, line. He did get a goal the other night. I yeah. think you're right there. So maybe he's up to two points, but still been a pretty mm-hmm. bad yeah. start from Dawson sure. Mercer. Timo Myers got eight points on the season, but he's a, he's a minus seven, so he's got to get going mm-hmm. a lot earlier into the game. So really, guys just stepping up in the absence of – probably their top two players in Nico Heischer and, and, and yeah. Jack Hughes right now. So that's what I'm looking at. Uh, I don't even know what the New Jersey Devils schedule looks like. I'll bring mm-hmm. it up real quick. Yeah, See for what sure. their couple uh, next matchups their next week is looking like. They've got the Colorado Avalanche. They're on the road uh, mm-hmm. Tuesday night. So that's that could be a possibility for our big time bets. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, hey, that one. Hey. It's actually, they. you know what? They're kind of lucky. They're on a little bit of a... a, a a weaker, not a weaker schedule. They've got a light schedule moving forward for the next mm-hmm. week. They only face the uh, Avalanche on Tuesday and the Capitals on Friday. And then they're off until next Tuesday as well. So only two games this upcoming week. Number one, shout out Vitek Vanacek for holding this team down as well. He sure and Hughes steal. These are their two most important pieces. Yeah. Up front or otherwise. I know you could make an argument for Dougie Hamilton, but these are their two most important pieces. Their captain and clearly their number one star. This is the kind of thing that if it is prolonged and some of those secondary pieces, like you mentioned, the importance of them stepping up, do not step up. That Metro division is full of killers. And we're taking a look at the Metro today. We're going to talk about Carolina later in the show, of course. But this is one of those situations, Steele. Jack Hughes is off to that kind of special start, (laughs) derailing it. I'm just talking in hypotheticals here. I hope he comes back sooner than later because I really do think two things can happen here. One, what I'm alluding to in that this really can affect their quality to get points in the win column. Yeah. And number two, it might throw off what would have been a very, very special season for Jack Hughes because also I'll say this about if it is a hand injury, sure, his conditioning and sure, his ability to step right in and skate will be there. But if he's not able to properly shoot the puck and practice stick handling, this will affect his ability to come back with confidence. So that's something else that you can't overlook when it comes to an injury of this nature. That's a very good point as well. Cause we even saw this last year with Austin Matthews. I know he still wound and uh, still went out and scored 40, but he was dealing with a wrist and wrist and hand injury go. pretty much the entire season. And he there scored 40 go. easily. So that would be very, uh, mm. you know, very, what's the word I'm looking for. That'll be very <laughs> interesting. Interesting to see how Jack sure. Hughes, if it is a hand injury, but a, you know, the way he went into the board. I'm speculating. Like, I'm speculation. speculating. Yeah. I think someone made mention of it. I don't know if it was Elliot Friedman or not. I thought it was a hand. It looked like he tried to brace himself. So maybe it's a forearm anyway. Yeah. If yeah. it's one of those injuries that he's able to, you know, condition and skate, that's usually much better. But when it comes to a finesse player like Jack Hughes, if he's not able to properly stick handle and practice and train shooting that puck, when it comes to the special pace that he was on, I'm just a little bit concerned if he's able to come back and continue at that pace. But if anyone's going to be able to do it, Steele, it's Jack Hughes. This Metro division, though, is not going to leave much room for error. We'll talk about the Carolina Hurricanes, another team in that Metro right after the break. And, of course, big-time bet, Steele. I want to get this money train flowing. You had a big week to finish it out last week. Hopefully, we're starting hot this week as well. Today's episode, though, also hot because it's brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. 
Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line wager. That's 150 bones if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel Steel, what are these people doing? You need to be downloading the app because there's no better time to get in on the action. Just like Steel and I were using it to bet on a wide range of betting options, including spreads, props, over-unders, and a whole lot more. We're loving the same game parlays as well, Steel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your favorite team from all four major sports leagues, including the NCAA, your team, every single day. Make sure you hit that subscribe, hit the follow button, and leave mm-hmm. a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate all that love and support we get from our oh, listeners yeah. Monday through Friday, five days a week. We are rolling with episodes here on the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Some upsetting news, though, coming out of the Carolina Hurricanes organization. Mm-hmm. Frederick Anderson, uh, you know, taking a step back, you know, for serious reasons right now. Uh, obviously, with some medical, you know, you know, medic medical uh things happening right now i can't talk right now this is it out steel. It's i'm okay. trying to i'm trying to it's but scary good, situation for frederick anderson yeah. who is dealing with blood clots it seems like they sent out a message uh, yep. on social media platforms mm-hmm. uh regarding the situation with yep. frederick anderson right now and his uh, uh you know medical stability as well yeah but I'm you know when that first right well. when that first got brought up my, you know i think I, I don't want to misspeak or, you know, say anything incorrect, but I believe it was Chris Letang a few years ago who was dealing with some blood yes. clots as yes, well. Yes, he was. Last season. Uh, yeah, and the fir- honestly, the first thing that came to mind when you sent this to me was actually Chris Bosch when he was dealing with blood clots and, you know, that how yeah. how that affected it's his, serious. his career in the, yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, and that eventually ended up ending his career pretty much. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And look, Steele, at the end of the day, you and I come on here and talk a lot about a lot of players. Yeah. These guys are humans first. They're husbands. They're dads. This is important. And the statement here, I just wanted to read it very quickly. So it was during, quote, Don Waddell, president, general manager. During recent medical testing, discovered that Freddie Anderson had blood clotting issues that need to be immediately addressed. There's no current timetable for his return. But they are confident Freddie will be able to make a full recovery. That's always good to hear. Yeah. But it's also one of those things you almost have to say, even if you know for certain he is not. So I am really concerned about him, number one. And if we let shift focus, though, because this is the fantasy show. Kochetkov hasn't been called up yet. We know they're looking at Yaroslav Halak, but I looked at those quotes from Brindamore. Coach Rod Brindamore talking about bringing uh, Halak in on a PTO. Obviously, there's no value there for Halak in fantasy. We're not talking about that. But what's interesting here is Antti Ranta is going to be the number one now. Yeah. And if he struggles at all, Kochetkov will be the next goalie that they run out there. And I just wanted to bring up the fact that you and I, and especially me and our boy Michael Amato, shout out to Michael Amato of Sportsnet, mm-hmm. was very high on this player two years ago, Steel, not last year, two years ago. And already this year in the AHL, in three, four games, he's got a shutout, three wins, 940 save percentage almost, and a 1.60 goals against. He can get it done, but he's been a little bit inconsistent at the NHL level in his opportunities. He's looked great one time, one week, and then the other night he's doing the Peter Morazic backstroke in there. 
So I think they're obviously going to go to the veteran Ranta who's earned it and who can be that guy who holds it down. Yeah. But if they struggle, Kochekov is going to get that look. But I think that's the clear takeaway here is Freddie is out. He is going to be out long-term. I have a feeling. That's my speculation, but he is out at least over the next few weeks. So you're going to have to have a look at some goaltending options here if Freddie was one of your guys. Off to a 4-1-0 start as well. I, I think Kochetkov will get an opportunity to see some ice time and get some starts for the Carolina Hurricanes, but I think he's going to be on a short leash. Me too. Um, honestly, ever since Michael Amato started talking about him, you and I were getting on the hype train. He was playing well, but somewhere along the way, shortly after we uh, were hyping this goalie up, this kid up, he started to fall off the rails a little bit. Sure. And, and like you said, he just has not been consistent as well. He's, he hasn't been consistent, at least in the NH, at the NHL level exactly. since we started uh, hey, bringing this that's up. That's what matters. So, And that's what matters. So yeah. I think right now, I think, like you said, Ossie Ranta is going to be getting mm -hmm. uh, the go-ahead. He will be the number one guy. He's proven that he can be, uh, be that number one guy yeah. that the Hurricanes can rely on as well. He's only owned, actually, at 40% right now on Yahoo!, uh, mm -hmm. fantasy hockey league so if he's out there in your league he will be the number one go out and pick him up uh, pretty much immediately if you can and uh yeah, yeah coach Petkov, i think will maybe get a couple of starts here and there and if he proves that he can uh, be a little bit more consistent with his game maybe he gets a little bit more run out but again mm -hmm. that leash is going to be on real tight and he'll get uh, he'll get uh reeled in pretty quick and I think, though, the other main thing for me here, aside from backing up what you're saying in terms of Kochekov's performance, especially this season, he hasn't even really seen a ton of shots. In three starts, he's allowed 11 goals against uh, a six-piece against the Colorado Avalanche. Mind yeah. you, Seattle, Colorado, and Tampa Bay are three very good clubs. So it's not exactly like they threw this kid in there against some muffin situations. These are some of the toast clubs of the NHL. So that's a caveat. But at the end of the day, if Ranta struggles or does something else that's happened to him a number of times in his career, gets hurt as well, Steele, either way, you got to be taking a look at Kochekov because he will be yeah. that guy. So that's one of those situations. Let's not forget, too, this is a good Carolina club. <laughs> so even if we think he's been inconsistent, he will immediately become fantasy relevant if he starts to get more looks, especially if you know, heaven forbid another injury happens to these goalies, but this is what you got to keep your finger on the pulse deal. Cause you can jump on this situation. Carolina is going to get wins. How many time will tell time will tell. And we're, we're going to be hoping for some wins as well for big hey. time bets. That's what's coming up next. But this episode is also brought to you by the sleeper app. Hmm. A new NHL season brings us all sorts of possibilities. Tage Thompson could score 50 goals. The Vegas Golden Knights could hoist the Stanley Cup yet again. And you could win bang by, big by playing daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Fans can also play Daily Fantasy NFL, NBA, MLB, CFB on the Sleeper app, but you know we're always going to that NHL action. Flip and I, like Flip mentioned the other day, the mm. group chat, team chat functionality oh. on the app, connecting with everyone out there has been a tremendous factor in this app as well. And entries can be made in under a minute. 
All you have to do is pick what uh, pick studs like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, or McKinnon, and if they will will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more on the app. To win a hundred time bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me locked on fantasy hockey fans. You can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your pick so you can start winning big. Use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and location availability. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit that subscribe, leave a follow, and a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate all that love and support you show us every single day. That's why we return the favor with the last segment of every episode, Big Time Bets. We're trying to return that favor, show some love all to you out there listening and tuning in with some winners on Big Time Bets. Flip. Boom. You got three picks tonight. This was a really strange board. There's 10 Tough. games on the board. Yeah. But very hard for both of us to figure mm-hmm. out which three picks we like the most. And very interestingly, and I think you and I were chatting about this off air, almost every single game I would feel comfortable with saying it's a coin flip situation. Aside from maybe the Rangers at home, excuse me, and Tampa on the road, I would say that I could see any team in these matchups winning. So with that said, maybe dial the bet back a little bit and have a little ride with a small parlay. Let me kick it off, Steele, with my first pick, if that's all right. Tampa Bay at Montreal. Montreal is playing with the tenacity and energy of its coach. And I really appreciate what Marty St. Louis is doing with this franchise. And I really do think, Steele, with a couple of moves, they're going to be a good, really good club in a couple of seasons. They're not there yet. I have questions about the blue line. I got questions about the goalies. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I really wanted to hammer the Tampa Bay Lightning on the puck line here because I was really liking that spot. And when I look up the recent matchups between these two, Tampa has points in 9 of 10, including 7 of their last 10 wins against the Montreal Canadiens, and 3 of their last 4 victories by 2 or more goals. So, I'm a little bit wary, but I'm going to go because of how good Montreal has been this season, but I think Tampa Bay gets theirs against a team that they've dealt with. Tampa, puck line, minus 1.5. For a plus 140 odd, I'm also liking the odd there, Steel. I like that pick as well. That's a good one to start off with on a very tricky Tuesday board. Yeah. This first pick, I'm a little hesitant, but it makes my top three for big time bets. I'm going to go to that Calgary Flames Nashville Predator game under five and a half at plus 110 right now. Seven out of the last eight games, uh, excuse me, six out of the last eight games have been under the number. A lot of them have actually been under. uh, a couple of them have been under four and a half. Well, uh, the average has been going mm-hmm. under five and a half. So I like the under here at five and a half plus one ten. Okay. Okay. And th- things just get worse for Calgary. You know, this could be a, a game where it seems like they could, you know, right the mm-hmm. ship a little bit, but mm-hmm. they've actually lost seven of their last eight games against the Nashville Predators. So I'm staying Whoa. away from the puck line, staying away from the money line. Whoa. I'm taking the Flames Predators under five and a half at plus one ten. Yeah. And uh, my for my second pick. I'm going to do the Sabres and Hurricanes over six and a half at minus 122. High scoring game, okay. high score, high scoring talent on both sides. And the Sabres, okay. you know, are always seem to be in those high scoring games. So I like that's the a fact. Here. That's a fact. That's a tough one for me. Also, bold is this whole board. 
So like we yeah. just said it. I, I am gonna have to dial the bet back heavy tonight for sure. Pittsburgh at Anaheim, it's one of those gut feelings deal. Pittsburgh's exploded for 10 goals the other night. Anaheim is on a heater scoring goals. To me, this just feels like an over. Five out of the last 10 matchups have gone over, so there's not exactly a ton there. But how about this? Five of Pittsburgh's last six trips to Anaheim have gone over the number. This one really is one of those gut picks for me, Steele, but I'm loving the angle. Ducks feeling it. Penn's really feeling it. Give me two clubs. Give me two good clubs. Scoring, I'll take the over 6.5 and lock of the night. To me, this was the clear cut one. I know the Red Wings are 7-4-1. and one. I know they've started good. 8-2-1, and one, the New York Rangers are a neat yeah. and tidy club, and they are a very difficult team to play against. Um, and how about points in eight of their last 10 against Detroit? And I was leaning to the under as well here, Steele. Under has gone under the total in eight of the last nine times Detroit has visited MSG. So that was the other one I was looking at. But lock of the night, minus 190. It's no good odds, so add it to a parlay. But I'm loving the Rangers at home on the money line to get it done. Yeah, I was going to take the Rangers on the money line as well. Might still put them in in a little bit of a parlay. But that over-under was scary to me. This could be one of those games where it gets out Mm. of hand and out of nowhere, True. you see the Rangers' offense just absolutely surge with the Red Wings' offense as well. Dylan uh, Larkin could also be out. He's questionable for Tuesday's game. Just throwing that out there. So we'll have to wait and see what goes on in the lineup for the Detroit Red Wings. My lock of the night, it Hit banged me. out for me uh, a couple. It banged out for me last week, so I'm going back to it. Avalanche on the puck line against those New Jersey Devils at plus 134. Ooh. The, the, like avalanche, the avalanche lost two in a row. They got shut out. I told yeah. I, I said on the show, I was like, they're going to come out with some heat. They're not going to lose again. And they're going to win more, uh, by more than two. They won four to one against the blues. They got absolutely slapped around by the Vegas golden Knights over the weekend, lost seven, nothing yeah. back to the well here. I'm coming forward again. They're back at home. And I'm saying this, uh, Again, they're going to do puck line plus 134. <laughs> they're, they're not going to lose in that type of fashion again. And again, like we talked about, Devils are without two of their best players, probably their two best players, Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes. So huge. I, I'm, I'm riding with that angle. Yeah, of course, teams can have those performances that they rally around these injuries. Your two number one centers, I'd like to do some deep research on how many teams yeah. down their number one and number two centers <laughs> who are also that critical to the team's overall success. Something tells yeah. me the track record ain't that pretty. So I love the angles. I'm loving these bets deal, but honestly, I hope that we have, let's have a really big week. I'm feeling it. Let's have one. Let's do it, baby. Big week for oh. big time bets. Let us all out. Uh, let us know as well. All of your bets that you're making out there. If you've win, if you've lost, yeah. hit you've us in the DMs. Anything, hit us in the DMs. Let us know how it's going for you out there with the big time bets. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you're tuning in Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning is when you can find our episodes. And again, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day out there. Good luck with all your big time bets. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.